Hello and welcome to the Manager Mojo Show. Steve Caldwell here and we're so glad that you're here. We use our mojo to really become greater leaders. Now, let's get started by listening to something good. Want to make 2017 your best year ever? Then let me be your teacher, your mentor. I've prepared special courses and webinars for you that will help you succeed and to give you access directly to me. Go to mojouniversity.com and sign up today. You have nothing to lose. Try me for 30 days and if you aren't satisfied, I guarantee you a full refund, no questions asked. Don't go it alone. Let me be your guide at mojouniversity.com. Be successful today. Hello and welcome everyone to the Manager Mojo Show. Steve Caldwell here and I am really thrilled to introduce two guests to you today. They are the co-authors of a new book called Total Alignment, Tools and Tactics for Streamlining Your Organization. Joining me today is going to be uh, Dr. Riaz Kadem and Linda Kadem. Now, uh, Riaz is the co-author of One Page Management, as well as uh, he runs a consulting firm that helps companies align and transform their organizations. He has over 25 years of experience in strategy deployment, performance management, leadership, and cultural performance. Linda is Executive Vice President uh, of InfoTrack and serves as Corporate Counsel and Creative Advisor. They're both uh, based in Atlanta and are joining me today. Uh, Linda and Riaz, uh, welcome to the Manager Mojo Show. Glad to be here with you, Steve. Thank you so much for inviting us. Uh, it's my pleasure and look forward to talking with, uh, with you about your new book. Uh, before we get started, uh, why don't you share with our listeners what fun thing that you've been up to lately outside of work? Go ahead. Well, we have works most of the time, but for me... <laughs> like most of uh, us, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> for me, it's my grandchildren. I have grandchildren of all ages, and so every time I have a spare afternoon or spare evening, I spend time with them. I always have so much fun. I learn so much from their perspective on life from two years old all the way up to 17. So we have nine grandchildren. That's my fun. Awesome. Awesome. For me, fun is working. Yeah. <laughs> I really love working, helping companies. <laughs> I totally get it. Uh, it. It's difficult sometimes to turn it off, isn't it, uh, Riaz? <laughs> yes, it is. I, and I, I get I'm it. working with social well, media as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for joining us today, and I'm looking forward to talking with you uh, about your new new book called Total Alignment. 
And uh, I know for a fact that this is a major problem for companies of all sizes, from small to large, all over the world. Uh, I have uh, noted it myself uh, over the last 25 years, and I think it's worse today than it's ever been. So uh, to get us started, uh, why don't, uh, I don't care which one answers this, but uh, one of you tell us what does it mean for a company to be in total alignment? Do you want to go? <laughs> okay. Well, it means uh, a company that has a well-stated um, statement of mission and vision and has unity around it, um, that it has good strategies to turn their, their mission and vision into action. Um, I think some other um, aspects of it are that the individuals in the organization are aware of their contribution to the vision and strategy and are aligned in their action that are accountable. They have well-defined responsibilities and they have um, key uh, performance indicators to track their progress. They also have the competencies that they need to achieve their jobs and to really perform well at their work. There's just so many aspects to it. Um, I know today was just a short uh, discussion. We can't go into everything, so we'll probably have to choose the most key things. But I think one of them is that compensation is linked to performance and that people are focused on the goals and mission of the organization when they're doing their own jobs. Uh, very good. And uh, I, I agree. I understand that that's one aspect of it. And I, I, I get... Uh, I understand what you're saying, but I think that most people, when they talk about alignment uh, in a company, uh, they almost immediately think, well, alignment means you do what the boss tells you to do. If I'm aligned with a boss, I'm okay. And that's not really what we're talking about here. So, uh, Riaz, if, if you don't mind, what I'd like for you to do is to kind of delve into what are the common signs of a company that is in misalignment, that they're not aligned? What, what would we be looking for? Well, basically, you'll find that uh, in these companies, uh, there is too much noise. Uh, there are too many meetings. Uh, there are too much email going on. People are not um, accountable for the right things at the right levels. Uh, there is uh, um, apathy and rumor, uh, basically uh, people going uh, in different directions and not being focused. Those and that's, are, as you said earlier, this is, this is something that's happening everywhere in our society, including companies. So when, when we talk about, I mean, I think nearly everybody today, it's, it's almost a a joke now whenever people talk about well it takes forever to get a decision made and you know we have meetings that go on and on and on and we never accomplish a darn thing and uh, you get all of these rumor mills that start going around and uh, it, it, when a company is in misalignment did just one or two of these things occur or do you see it happen where this actually is is uh, kind of all happening simultaneously well, basically, uh, I think most of them happen simultaneously. And what is uh, uh, really uh, evident to um, 
to people like me who, who views the company from the outside is that people don't even know that they're misaligned, but they are. It just, it's, it's uh, decisions are, take too long to make. Uh, there is, it's like uh, you, you feeling sick and you really don't know it. It's just kind of lethargic. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great many companies are like that. <laughs> that that's a that's a great description uh you're feeling sick but you don't know it i mean <laughs> uh, I, I think that's i think that's excellent and i, I definitely uh can see that would be a problem uh for for all of us so uh linda i actually want to hear from both of you on this so linda i want to start with you first uh, when, uh, in, in writing the book, uh, kind of, uh, what was your perspective? When, what did you notice and when did you notice it whenever you said, Hey, alignment can be an answer to start helping companies. What were some of the things that you observed? Do you mean in companies or do you mean while writing the book? Well, in, in companies that actually encouraged you to write the book, let's put it that way. Okay. I see what you're saying. I think one of the things, uh, in, when you look at organizations where there are some of these symptoms that we're talking about in terms of apathy and people not being focused on the work, and I think some of the neat solutions in total alignment are the pushing down of accountability, where many times there are layers of managers that are all managing you know, the levels below them, and the poor guy actually doing the work is on the very bottom. And we really believe in pushing the accountability down to the lowest person that has that responsibility, like a salesman in an organization, rather than keep, keep on moving the data up and up and up. And then you end up having managers that are just managing managers. So really the need for being able to define for each person in the organization their unique added value to achieving the vision, I think that for me has always been a really big thing. I, I like that. That's a, a great way to say that. Riaz, how about you? What were you uh, noticing? Because I know you've done this for many years with companies. What did you see that said, hey, you know, I, I, I can see the symptoms here, and, and this is really because they don't have a process? Well, you know, I have, I have been working in companies in, in Europe and the United States and Mexico, and basically everywhere. I see silos in companies, people really working for departmental objectives without really looking at the broader picture and the collaboration across functions. Um, so that has been a, a big motivator to get, um, to save the energy of people from being wasted going in different directions. It's like um, a glass uh, fuel point a glass toward the sun, you see the rays of the sun are all parallel with a little bit deflection. But if you have a convex glass, all of that will be aligned, all the, the rays of the sun, to one point to burn. And so in an organization, it's very similar. You want all the energies, the talents, the knowledge of people to be directed towards achieving the vision uh, without them being wasted. So, uh, so we're, we're trying to help companies to become more aligned and more uh, able to produce results together. Well, I, I know in the, uh, in the book, I love the way that you guys actually put this together because uh, and, and just for my listeners, I want to let you know that 
uh, when you go buy a copy of this, which I highly recommend that you go do, uh, what you're going to discover is that it, it's written in really good common sense language. It's broken down very logically, which I love. Uh, they give you give us uh, case studies, and then they give us uh, ways to apply it and next steps. So th they're giving you in an outline form. Really, uh, they're they're living exactly what we're talking about here. They're trying to get you aligned in a logical order so that you can get your mission accomplished. Would that be a fair statement to say about the book, guys? Am I describing that correctly? Is that what you had in mind? Well, it sounds great. Thank you. <laughs> That's a really good description. And even though the some of the examples in the book were from a large corporation, we've realized that any size company. Um, can be misaligned. You can have, you know, two departments of five people each that are working at cross purposes. And I think that's one of the exciting things is that it's really applicable to every size organization. And we tried to give little examples at the end of each chapter that if you're a small company, what would this look for for you? Because the same principles, you know, with less complexity can be applied. Uh, I, I have learned over the years, and I, I agree, uh, I, I think that uh, the smaller companies that think, well, you know, okay, we don't have that problem, they wind up having it uh, even to a greater extent sometimes in larger companies because they're not even aware that they're not aligned with one another. Uh, larger organizations nearly always, uh, they recognize that, hey, I, I don't think we know what they're doing because they're all built into these right. silos, you know, and it's like, what do we do now? And uh, so uh, alignment, uh, it, it, I think, is always a very, very difficult thing. Uh, but uh, I, I, one of the things that you discovered and you, you pointed out, and it's something that I've uh, been passionate about for a long time, uh, is that you recommend, uh, in order to create alignment, you talk about using scorecards. Uh, I call them dashboards, you call them scorecards, but uh, uh, tell us what were you, what, do, what is your thoughts, what did you discover on that, what do you think people can benefit from having their own individual scorecards? Well, an individual scorecard is really um, a page of the main things for each individual. It's really, uh, the purpose is really not to evaluate as much as it is to focus. So if you are a manager at the middle level in an organization, it's important for you to know what are the concrete measurable indicators of progress that you can move. You can and it should not be many. Uh, we say that you don't need more than five key indicators in your one page, in your scorecard. And uh, this, these few indicators are also indicators uh, that show the, your role in moving the, the results of the company. And so all in all, the scorecard provides you with, with a way of being aligned with the vision and strategy of the organization. Because that's how the scorecards are defined. They're linked to the vision and strategy. Beautiful. And uh, listeners, I want you to know that uh, Riaz and Linda have actually given us a way to 
really create those scorecards and they've given us the thought process to follow through it. So you don't have to do this on your own. Just just get a copy of the book and follow it and I think it'll help you tremendously. So uh, Linda, in, in, in your opinion, uh, tell our listeners what a completely aligned company, somebody that's doing it right, uh, tell us what they look like and maybe give us an example if you don't mind. Well, I don't want to give you like a specific example because of our confidentiality with our clients. They're really concerned about that. But I think um, as we were talking before about the top, you know, the unified vision, clear, unified purpose, and uh, clear vision. And then um, the main thing is that individuals have defined responsibilities and that their competencies are aligned with those responsibilities. Compensation is linked to performance. Um, teams are empowered to develop and implement action plans to improve results. We haven't talked that much about teams, but we really promote the idea of upward-focused teams that are focused more on the future and are focused on results. And then cross-functional responsibilities, and this is a big way to get rid of silos. So by getting people to identify their responsibilities cross-functionally and bringing them into the team meetings, um, this really would help with alignment um, and, and problem solving. So a, an aligned company is one where people are really happy to work there. They know what their job is. They have the support that they need. There's good communication within their department, within the levels, across functions. I guess it could just go on and on, but so, those are some of the key things. Thank you. Well, I, I think those are excellent to point out, and it, it brings out to me one of the things that, that I noticed that you guys had observed. Uh, when in, in order to create alignment, you really need uh, specific job responsibilities uh, in order to have mm -hmm. accountability. Is that a fair statement? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And and yet, uh, it, it's just been my anecdotal observation. But you mentioned it in mm -hmm. the book that so many people are not actually creating very specific jobs and roles and responsibilities. Uh, it, it, am am I right in saying that this is a major player for creating misalignment in an organization? For sure, I'll just say a couple. Especially with managers, because their their whole job isn't just to watch the people below them. They also need to have their own clear responsibilities. And we asked you, "Would you like to give an yeah. example?" Hey, hey, Linda, can I? I want you to repeat that again because I don't think people hear that enough. Their job is not oh. to what? watch other people do their job your, your job is not to just watch other people do their job oh my god i thought that was right. all a manager supposed to do uh, you know steve let me give you an example we've been we've been helping companies at all the levels to define a scorecard uh, for themselves right and we find some of these directors of companies at the highest level they come up with something like 20 or 30 indicators. They say, this, these are my indicators and my scorecard. And I tell them, listen, more than five is too many. A person could have a moment that say, yeah, but 20 or 30 
indicators on my scorecard, and I tell them, you really need five. They say, well, how can I have five when I think I need about 30? And I say, okay, take one by one and ask yourself the question. When this indicator has a problem, do I do something myself or do I tell my direct report to watch out for it? And if the answer is that I tell my direct report, then it's not on your scorecard. Take it out and go to the next one. And so the next one, the same question. If it is something that you tell your direct report to do, it's not yours. It belongs to him. And by the time you end up looking at every one of those 30, you'll find that your, your sheet is blank. You don't have anything <laughs> because all of those are delegated. <laughs> and then my question to them is, okay, if you don't have any indicator on your scorecard that you actually yourself can impact, then is your job necessary? Uh, when I ask that question, uh, usually managers get a little bit uh, uh, defensive and, mm-hmm. and uncomfortable. And then I say, well, if, if your job is necessary, find something that you do that's measurable. And that would be the indicator on your scorecard. And you will not have more than five. Uh, basically, uh, accountability is pushed down to the lowest appropriate level. So it's distributed throughout the organization among people who can actually move the number. And at higher levels, you're focusing on something that you can add uh, and measure it. I love that. That's a a great process to go through. Measurable uh, and no more than five. Uh, Frankly, I don't think any of us can handle more than five. I I do well to handle (laughs) two. So, uh, you know, I'd be happy if I could handle two things at once, but I know that's not possible either. So I'll I'll do the best I can with what I got. I love it. Uh, Two is even better. We're all struggling with two. I I get it totally. I I get it. Now, the the book does have so many uh, other examples in it, and we certainly won't have time to go through all of them today. Uh, But why don't you share with our listeners how they can connect with you guys, learn more about your work, and uh, to learn more about the book? Okay, you can connect with us by typing www.totalalignment.com that's our website or you could um, um, send me an email that is rkadem r with my last name k-h-a-d-e-m at infotrack.com i-n-f-o-t-r-a-c dot com there's no k in it at infotrack.com Awesome. And uh, for those of you that are exercising today, we'll put links uh, in the post to the website uh, and uh, allow you to connect uh, uh, with them to learn more about the book. So uh, as we kind of come to a close here today, uh, what I'd like is for each one of you to answer this question. Uh, First, Linda, I'm going to start with you. And uh, if, if you're a manager or leader and, and you know that you've got misalignment going on, what would be your top two action items that you'd like for them to take away today? And then, uh, Riaz, I'm going to ask you the same thing, okay? So, Linda, you first. <laughs> top two action items. I'm letting items. Riaz go first. <laughs> well, I would suggest that uh, you get the 
people who directly report to you, if you're a manager, and then ask them to think about um, five things that if they do, they will really excel in their job. Uh, let them write it down. And then you do that independently of them. Uh, distribute 100 points among them. In other words, weigh the importance of them. And then put the two pieces of paper together and have a look and see uh, where you are aligned or misaligned. And then if you are misaligned, then you need to have a conversation to establish priorities and so that you can both work in the same direction, be on the same page. That's a great action item. My goodness, if you did that alone, you'd be moving for, uh, forward. I like that. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Linda, yeah. do you have anything yeah. to add to that? Well, I think that's very easy. You know, any two people can do that. And it's really kind of shocking when people do it and they realize how far apart they are, even in terms of their day-to-day -day focus of what they think their job is, like how misaligned they are with their boss. And especially bosses are the ones that are shocked um, to see that. <laughs> so I think I just wanted to quickly mention, too, that I think for me um, – this buying in to the vision of the organization of really, you know, involving people <clears throat> when you formulate your vision or at least reviewing the, the vision together so that the top team feels really that they have um, a voice and they understand it and then it's communicated well to the rest of the organization. It's not just a plaque on the wall or something people can recite, but that people throughout the organization understand the vision that's where it all starts, at the top. I love it. Those are, those are great action items, uh, and I, I highly recommend that each of us do that right away. Uh, I want to thank our guests. Our guests today have been Dr. Riaz and Linda Cottam. Uh, they are the co-authors of Total Alignment, Tools and Tactics for Streamlining Your Organization. Uh, this book should be in your toolkit. You ought to have it. Uh, you ought to study it. Uh, it's very, very well done and with lots and lots of practical examples. Uh, Linda and Rios, thank you very much for sharing your wisdom today. And we wish you continued success in not only the book, but in all the great work that you're doing. Thank you so much, Steve. It's really been a pleasure talking with you. Thank you, Steve. It's a pleasure. Steve here, and one last reminder, I want to thank you for listening to the show, and I want to encourage you, go over to mojouniversity.com. Before you forget it, make sure you sign up for our training site, and let me be your teacher this year. I promise you, you're going to be successful. You're going to love it. Go to mojouniversity.com and sign up today.